We are on Hollywood Boba That's right. Welcome back on the road with us. Here we are. Hey, Karen. And I know I said it before, but for those who didn't hear it on the other podcast, happy belated birthday. You turn 21 again. Thank you. I'm finally legal. That's right. Welcome to the club. One thing Karen revealed is that sometimes she's been drinking a few on the podcast. And I said, I never know. I know. You'd never guess. No, I think it's true, though. People wouldn't. Can I so tell anyway, you something really weird? Yes, so, I love so it. So, like, okay, so when we do Hollywood Boulevard, I log into IMDb just to, like, check things out, right? Remember a couple of weeks ago we were talking about our love for Waterworld? <laughs> yeah. Guess what IMDb just fed me to watch? And I don't even actually log in. Like, it always tells me log in and I don't do it. Like, it doesn't have any. It is telling me my pick just for me, my number one pick, Kevin Costner, Waterworld. Wow. Isn't that freaky? It is and freaky I was, and it I, doesn't surprise me. And at first I was kind of like, eh, maybe I look like, I don't like, it was like, I was like, maybe I like looked it up or something like that. And that's why it's on my, like, and it was just like the last thing I looked up or I looked it up recently right next to it. Wet, hot American summer. I did not look that up. Hmm. Did we talk about anyone so, who was in that? I don't know. I don't know. And then they have like one, two, three. The fourth choice for me was Nicolas Cage and Pig. What? No. Oh. So anyway, it's just very, very random. But I just think it's really, really weird that they're like Waterworld is my pick. And we were just talking about And we were just talking about. Well, that happens a lot, I find, with um, things that maybe we have talked about in our apartment but maybe just we like heard on tv and then all of a sudden it will come up on our instagram feed or something so the machines are rising every day listening i know and you know i read this article like literally last week because i sent it to my fam because we always think that that's really weird when this shit happens and it was like something like you know the way that we're tracked and the and the little cookies you know, uh-huh. they get left on our online footprint, right? Like on our phones and stuff like that. It It is a sort of AI thing where like, and that's how like, like my phone, if I go to visit like a, like a family member or a friend, right? And I'm in their house. Well, now my geo, my location is saying, is telling them that I'm in this person's house. And they know from that other person's phone that that person buys this sort of toothpaste. So all of a sudden, Mm -hmm. three days later, you get served ads for the toothpaste that was at your friend's house, right? So and I was like, okay, well, that makes sense. But Waterworld, like, what the fuck? Yeah, I didn't go I mean, like you know, like 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 I'm like okay, that I can make sense of, but like getting served Waterworld, no, I can't make sense of that. Well, uh, all I can say is the machines—they are listening. I know they really are. So anyway, what are we telling the machines about tonight? So I'm going to talk to them about some TV stuff. Okay, I like stuff. Um, I forgot. I had. I think I had mentioned one thing I was going to talk about, but I forgot because I've been talking about it in the past. I finally finished the Hulu series, Nine Perfect Strangers. So Hold I figured on. I would talk. Uh, I got served that one too. Uh, That's number three on the list. <laughs> well, then. what the fuck? Weird. Wow. 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 Okay. So this is the Nicole Kidman one. Yes. And, um, 
so it's an adaptation of a Leanne Moriarty novel, and it's co-adapted by David Kelly. So both of them had previously also collaborated on Big Little Lies. Also, well, that was for HBO. So this is for Hulu. Um, and I didn't know anything about the novel, so I was sort of following this eight-part mini series as it went along, and it's got a really great ensemble. Uh, Bobby Cannavale, Melissa McCarthy, um, Samara Weaving, uh, Michael Shannon. Um, I think it's a total. I think it's a total of eleven people because there's a couple actors that play staff of Nicole Kidman's who runs this wellness retreat. Um, and the one thing I'll spoil because you don't learn it before a couple episodes in is that as part of the, the guests treatment, um, the, the Nicole Kidman character is also drugging them. She's giving Mm. each character various doses um, of, of, I guess what's mostly a hallucinogen and, and upping the dosage throughout their stay which which ultimately causes some of the characters um to sort of face their demons inward uh that sort of thing i i really liked a lot of what they were doing particularly the storyline with melissa mccarthy and bobby cannavale who start as antagonists and end up as something different um and um and the the Michael Shannon storyline, he, his wife, and 21-year-old daughter are there because they lost their son, who was the twin brother of, of the daughter. Um, so there's a, there's a lot uh, of stuff about how they try and wade through all of their grief. Um, and a lot of it is good, and some of it, the writing feels a little ham-fisted, but I think the acting is pretty great. I think the entire cast is really terrific, except I think Nicole Kidman is, like, laughable throughout the whole thing. She plays a Russian really? character with a bad accent, and, you know, like, really? at this point, her face is, like, like I said, she is the oh, modern-day Joan Crawford. Like, she just looks... Well, let's I ask the question. No, because I'm seeing her pictures on I, and honestly, I have not really been paying much attention to Nicole Kidman because she hasn't been doing much, right? So, like, well, I think I, she's I, all over the place in like the tiniest, most hidden things, like not big blockbuster hype events is the thing. Okay, well, the so point you would, is, so you I have not have. really, yeah, I have not really seen much of her, like just even like to pay attention to see her, and now I'm looking at these photos of this of on IMDb. It doesn't even look like her. What did she do to herself? Well, that's the thing. But she's been doing stuff to herself for a while. Like, I think she was doing Botox going back like 20 odd years. And I don't know if she's one of those actresses who lies and says they don't have any work done because they don't actually go under the knife. I think at this point she has to have gone under the knife. Um, But I don't know how often she's had little things done so that sometimes the face sneaks up on you. But It's sort of all the little things all add up. But she really does look like like death becomes her when, you know, like Goldie Hawn and death becomes her, Um, which if that was it would be distracting, but I could get over, but the whole performance is a little too out there uh, for me. Um, Like I, I like that she'll say yes to anything and commit to whatever, but, but, you know, be discerning, learn your limits. Um, But, and I also think overall, 
and I don't know if this is true of the book, but my guess is the 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 way that the miniseries winds down is kind of the same way as the way the book ends. Um, it's kind of a letdown. Hmm. Okay. Um, but glad I saw it. And, you know, because we were talking about Only Murders in the Building a couple of weeks back. I do like what Hulu is doing with the way they drop things, which is the first week they will drop the first three episodes and then it's one episode a week for the remainder right. of the run. So you're like already sort of invested after just one week. So we watched the first three episodes of Nine Perfect Strangers in the summer when it started. And then we watched the following episode a week later. And we were already halfway through. So it's like, all right, well, we'll just see this through. Might as well keep going, it's, right? It's invest- <laughs> you know, we're invested and it's not that much of an investment. Um, you know, like Only Murders in the Building after this week has only three episodes left. It's like, yeah, we'll see this through. Um, they just dropped this other show. I, it's like FX on Hulu, but we get FX and we can only watch it on Hulu. So it's Hulu to me. Um, called Why the Last Man, which is based on a, a graphic novel, I believe. Um, oh. So they dropped the first three episodes in one week. And then last week was the fourth episode. And um, I think it's a total of 10 episodes. After this week, we're already halfway done. And it feels like it just got started. It's actually a fun way to go through some of these series, I find. It's a really smart idea. You know, it's like uh, somewhat of a compromise between the the actual episodic one week at a time drop versus the binge. Right, right. Cool. Um, but if you have time, it's... It's worth watching. Again, the cast is very good, but it's not a must-see. That's my final answer. Okay. But again, well, our world... Oh, yes. No, well, I was going to say, speaking of binge mm. watching, I do have something that I think people are going to want to binge watch. Am I one of those people? I hope. You might be. Oh, I might you be. Might okay. Be. Tell. Do tell. Okay. So... Have you heard of the show Clickbait on Netflix? <gasps> yeah, we have. It's on our list. I I didn't think at first that was a show for me. And then Alyssa was like, have you heard about the show? And I was like, I don't know much about it. And I still don't know much, but my interest is definitely peaked. So um, go sell it. Okay. Well, I'm not going to spoil it because I haven't seen the whole thing yet. Um, so let me see if I, but let me see if I can do this kind of spoiler free. Um uh, it's about um, this guy uh, played by Adrian Grenier. Yeah. Is that how you say it? Nick Brewer? I think, I think you said it just right. Okay. So, um, and, and so he is a married man and it seems like he has this sort of ideal marriage and he has this fuck up of a sister played by uh, Zoe Kazan. Um, who I actually really, really like, although she's like slightly annoying. Can I interrupt you, with one yeah. question before I forget? Yeah. Is she also directing any of this? I don't think she is. Okay. Her name has not shown up as director. Um, and so it's basically when they start this out, it's a little bit of a bait and switch because you think it's going to be a all click about bait how, and switch. A click bait and switch because you think it's going to be all about how Pia, the sister, is a hot mess. And then it turns out that Nick is missing. And not only is Nick missing, but he has put online, like on a YouTube video, like holding these like homemade signs that say stuff like you, um, I abuse women. As soon as oh. this video gets 3 million views, um, I'm going to die. 
And so it's clear that he's been kidnapped. It's clear that he's in danger. And so now we are like, sort of like going on this ride, like where's Nick, what's happening to Nick, what's going on with Nick. And every episode is told from the point of view of a different character. So the the first episode we get Pia's point of view, the sister's point of view. The second episode we get the, um, Rashawn, the detective, the lead detective, we get his point of view. Then we get Sophie's point of view, who's the wife. And so it's going like this through, through the series, through everybody's point of view. And I don't know if I can say, oh my God, I love it, but I will say I can't stop watching. Well, you're interested, and that's kind of the name of the game at this point, I feel. The way that they've set up the show, the way, and also the way that they're telling the story. And I know like we've always sort of talked about how Netflix does, how how Netflix makes a binge-worthy show, right? And like, I kind of got it, but this show is almost like a masterclass and it's actually- almost so obvious that you're actually able to kind of reverse engineer a little bit to see what they're doing. And so in, in that regard, I think it's really fascinating. I will also say there are some wonderful performances. I don't know that I've ever seen Zoe Kazan in anything. And I kind of surprised myself that I liked her. I didn't think I would. Wasn't she in like girls or something or no, she wasn't in girls. I've seen her on stage in quite a few things. And I, and then also in like film, mostly indie film. And she was also in the olive Kittredge miniseries that HBO did. Um, I have, she just, I had not liked her for a long spell. And then I feel like more recently I've seen her in things where she has bothered me much less to the point where I completely believe you telling me that she's probably quite good in this. Yeah, she is. And I mean, and she's, but I mean, she's definitely kind of unlikable and brusque. And I think that, I think that maybe that's, she's good at playing that, if that makes sense. Like, I just got, I don't know. Yeah, it certainly makes sense. I mean, she's definitely this sort of like unlikable, but I kind of like your character. Um, But I think that she's doing some good work. Adrian Grenier is wonderful. Um, I think he's usually pretty wonderful. Um, He's definitely easy on the eyes in in a kind of unusual way for Hollywood. You know, I don't think he's like Hollywood handsome, but he, he certainly works it. Um, and Betty Gabriel is his wife is terrific. So, I mean, Oh, I didn't know that's his wife. Yeah. Yeah. She's really great. great. Yeah, she really is. And she's pulling off performance of a lifetime. I will say. So, you know, it goes into like, it goes into like things about like their marriage and infidelities and stuff like that. And so, but it's definitely the sort of edge of your seat. And like, honestly, if I had the time, if I could, I would sit down and watch the whole thing at once. How many episodes is it? Is it like six or eight or 10? I'm actually not sure. Um, let me see if I can figure that out. Um, uh, I'm not sure. I, it looks like it looks like nine. Maybe. Wait, one, mm, two. Could three, be. Four, How many have you seen so far? Seven. Eight. It's eight. I have seen. I'm. I'm half. I'm halfway. One, two, three, four. Yes, I'm. I just finished the fourth one, so I'm halfway there. Well, my interest is, as the kids say, peaked. Um, so when you say that each episode provides a different person's perspective, but is it of the same events or is it the story is moving forward, but you're getting more context because you're seeing uh, different people's uh, it, points of view? 
it's mostly moving it forward, although sometimes it will kind of like take a few steps back so you see it through that person's point of view. Right. Um, but it's always like it gives you like a little bit of their backstory. So it takes you back a little bit further than than like moving just directly straight through um, into like the next moment um, so that you're actually kind of like going with this person and like how they walk kind of like walk into the situation, I guess would mm -hmm. be the way to put it. Um, so so there's a little bit of overlap, but it doesn't really feel like overlap either because you're seeing it from a new perspective right right that makes sense yeah so anyway i i'm i'm enjoying it in a way i it's weird because i don't know that i love it but i want to keep but like i i want to keep watching it and i really think to their credit um you know that they've they've just set it up this way i will say this too i would have never watched it i think the title is terrible yeah, and, and it's, I, it's a, it, the title made it sound like something skippable. It's like, yeah, and I think snotty. And I think I kind of remember like kind of seeing on Netflix, like as you're scrolling through, like whatever the the title treatment was, and I honestly thought it was a reality show. Yeah, yeah. I my first thought was probably, oh, this is a another documentary or something. Yeah, like I was like, this is something that I don't need to see. It sounds like a really bad reality show. And I kept and so and then like Anthony came home from work and he's like, Have you heard of clickbait? And I'm like, What? Like that piece of shit. Her husband and doesn't he, really talk like that, by the way, guys. Oh, <laughs> and then he was and then I was like, What? And then he was like, Yeah, I heard it's really good. And I'm like, All right, let's give it a shot. And I was like, Holy shit, it's really good. Well, there you go, guys. Um, I may join you in the watching of it. Oh, I'm curious to know what you think. And I, so now that we've also got Apple TV Plus, we keep expanding our TV watching world. So we watched Schmigadoon. And I don't know if you know anything about that, but that is a six episode series that we watched, which is um, uh, like pays homage to the classic stage musicals. Um, so obviously the title is a play on Brigadoon, but, um, you know, it also kinds of, kinds of pays love and and simultaneously sends up shows like Oklahoma and Carousel um the music man they aren't all Rodgers and Hammerstein shows um and it's Cecily <laughs> Strong and Keegan Michael Key are a couple um they look like a like head over heels in love pair of doctors we the very first scene is we see them meet um over a vending machine in the hospital where they both work um and then sort of jumps to them on a trip and they sort of stumble on a, a camping trip into this sort of uh, lost other world um that from which they can't escape which is very much like an old technicolor musical with like older kind of clean values um but all but that also have some of what has become the stock prototypes of those musicals like there's the one bad boy and there's you know like the loving mayor who's the center central figure in town and like the one like stuffy kind of harpy um and that character is played by Kristen Chenoweth um and Fred Armisen is one of the actors in it. Um, and Aaron Tivet, who also comes from musical theater and who was, as of two nights ago, a newly minted Tony winner um, for Moulin Rouge, plays like a, a, an, 
a Judd Fry like scoundrel from Oklahoma, that sort of thing. Um, uh-huh. And it's, you know, it's loving. And the thing that they do is they're the, the relationship between the Cecily Strong and Keegan-Michael Key's characters is put to the test. And then we also get mini flashbacks in each of the six episodes that suggest there have always been problems. There have always been issues that were, like, causing a relationship to fray. Um, to the point where it's like, well, the crux of this show is that we, the audience, want to root for th- this couple to not be swayed by any of the obstacles that present themselves to them in the town of Schmigadoon and get back together. But the more flashbacks we see to like the discordance in the relationship, and it's typically all on one side, the man's, um, the less you actually want them to fight for anything, which I think is a bit of a, a flaw for, for mm-hmm. the, for the overall show. It's really a movie chopped up into six episodes. I think the ending ties up, everything quite nicely so i don't know that i could see this coming back for additional seasons which doesn't mean just because there isn't organic story that there won't be um but i will say most of the songs that the stylings that influence the musical numbers are from like between 1945 and 1969 so i wouldn't be surprised if they found a way to do schmigadoon season two with more recent vocal stylings with you know that that could send up the sondheim era the british invasion era you know the wicked and rent era that sort of thing right um but it really is catnip for those who do like musicals okay which is not me so so yeah i won't recommend it to you um you can just keep watching more of ted lasso yeah, which yeah, which I haven't done yet. I actually haven't watched the new Ted Lasso yet. Well, if you wait long enough, you've got a whole season waiting for you. I know, it's just kind of exciting. I know, those, those are nice. Oh, the other thing, I don't know that I'll have much to say ever, except I think it's wonderful, is that uh, The Great British Bake Off is now back, which is exciting oh, to yay. us. Oh, yay. Oh, that's right, because Alyssa's been posting all of her new So baking. yes, the first, uh, first episode of the new season aired on Netflix last week. And that's how we commemorate our Fridays. And she baked a really nice uh, lime coconut bunt cake. So we did take a photo of that. That's on my looked, Instagram and my Twitter, guys. And it was delicious. And she did a great it, job. She should bake all the time. Fantastic. It did. It looked fantastic. So yay, Alyssa. You guys are going to be in well for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, that cake is gone. No, that's well, not yeah, true. I know. So it's time to make another one. I know. I know. We're like, do we do this to ourselves every week? But that's, what, that's yeah. what the gym is for. Yeah. <laughs> so they say. Yeah. We have been good about going, which is the only, which is um, the only thing I can say, like in our in our defense for wanting to bake all of this stuff. We even got a new, um, another book of like baking and particularly cake recipes, um, and we've started you know like thumbing through and marking all the pages of recipes to make and it's like every page we've now tagged yeah the the volume of the book is going to break the spine now because we've doubled it by like putting stickies in each page oh my god I love so that. one at a time so if you do follow us on instagram you and maybe also on facebook uh you will see it Lots of cakes. Yes, and lots of yawns. Lots I can of yawns. hear that it is getting late in the day for you. So I it think is. this is where our uh, culture coverage 
uh, ends. But we'll be back next week, guys. If you guys do have any preferences on stuff we want us to talk about, let us know. Uh, you can reach us on Back on the Block Pod on Facebook. You can also give us five lovely stars. That would be a great um, birthday present for Karen. It would. We love that. And, um, yeah, we just want to keep sending love and good vibes your way, and we feel them back in return. So we thank you guys, and we will see you next week when we are back on the boulevard. Okay, bye. Bye.